Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's up, my guy, Mr. Apollo in the building? Yo, what's hey, going on? New York Knicks podcast collab with the guy, God up Knicks. What's up, my guy? How you doing, bro? Same old, bro. Same old. Nothing, nothing, nothing different, man. You know what I mean? Just uh, watching these Knicks every day. Same old. Well, Knicks is getting up under my goddamn we 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 got four things to talk about today. Mm-hmm. We got four. Let's things. get into it. Um, first things first. I want to get right into it, man. This this Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we both laugh. <laughs> what the hell is Nick's management thinking, bro? I I, I need to know. From your perspective, like, what do you think they're thinking? Well, number one, I I just want to know how valid it is. Like, I keep hearing that the the interest and all of that, and I'm I'm sure they've called just to gauge how much it is. But my thing is, is why gauge what you got in Andre Drummond? Did you rob? Yeah, like why 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 are you looking to see what Andre Drummond is gonna give you if you got Mitchell Robinson that you could develop? Now I get it. You have Andre Drummond, who would be a better player, but that that's not helping the rest of our unit right now. Like I don't understand how that's going to help us in terms of building the future. <laughs> Yo, that's effing ridiculous. It bro. doesn't make any I sense. I wake up, it, it it makes no sense. I wake up, I see reports from Shan, and it says the Knicks have inquired on Andre Drummond, but for. First things first, you don't need to inquire on anything when you got Mitchell Robinson. So that's stupid. Yep. Number one, number two, when you when you inquire on Andre Drummond, he doesn't mark none of the check boxes I want. Is he switchable on defense? No, nope. no. Can he shoot threes? No. Can he shoot mid range numbers? Nope. No. What the? Hell? I think management is really trying to make some type of splashy move. And go back to Dolan and try to save face. Yeah, I don't think it's going to rock with the fans though. I think the fans is going to be against them, bro. Um, I I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like they they have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I feel like that their days is numbered regardless. You know what I mean? So especially especially Steve Mills, like Scott Perry. I feel like. Scott Perry might be able to survive the storm a little bit. But when it comes to Steve Mills, I feel like Steve Mills is really trying to save face. He's trying to do whatever he can at the last minute. That Just like that whole David Black hiring. I feel like he's doing everything he can so that if something go wrong, he could be like, well, listen, I was taking my advice from this guy. I brought in this guy. I brought in this guy. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's just trying to find somebody else to blame at this point. Yo, Steve Mills is killing me right now, man. Why even? Uh, and, and you know what's funny? Why would they even put that out there for Mitchell Robinson to see? That's probably why my boy had a bad game last game with this nonsense that's going on. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Affect, if this is true, I don't. It shouldn't affect him because at this at this level, this is part of the business. You know what I'm saying? You got to know that. But I don't, I don't, I don't see this. 
being smart. And now, now, not for nothing, I'm not sure how much the Knicks wanted this to get out. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's number one. I don't think that this is something that they did inquire about him. That's not something that they wanted anyone, especially the players, to know about. <laughs> Yo, this is ridiculous, man. <laughs> so we talking about Andre Drummond right now. Me and you both agree it's very stupid. Yeah. It's idiotic. It's idiotic trade. Um, bro, I want to talk about Alonzo Tree and Kevin Knox. Because it's bothering me about Kevin Knox. Let's talk. Let's start with Kevin Knox first. I know Kevin Knox is your boy. Let's let's let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feeling about Kevin? I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, he's playing like shit lately. Mm-hmm. I understand, he's like straight up garbage. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a lot of things I attributed to it. Um, number one, inconsistent minutes all season. Two. Sign Morris and Porters, who takes up Kevin Knox minutes. We yeah. were playing Kevin Knox thirty plus tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, it's just basically. I, I'm not going to just put this out there to be saying, oh, um, you know, players don't like Kevin Knox, but Alfred Payton and those guys do not pass him the ball. Now I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they hate Kevin Knox. I don't, I, but I don't see Julius Randle passing it to Kevin Knox for for corner threes. I don't see Alfred Payton giving Ke- getting Kevin Knox the ball in good spots. Only person I see him getting the ball is Frank Milikina. And that's from from my eyes. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe you see something different. But that's basically what I just see from those three things right there. It's just this overall, I don't, I don't even remember the last time Kevin Knox played 30 minutes in a game. And we're 10 and 28. Is, is, I shouldn't even have to see Reggie Bullock, Taj Gibson, Bobby Porters. I, I, I don't ever want to see those guys in the starting lineup again. And then it, it's so stupid, bro. It's just so frustrating. I, see, I feel this. No. For me, it's two sides. There's two sides for me. One is I completely agree with you with in terms of he needs to be getting more minutes. He was someone who averaged 30, at least 30, 30 plus minutes last year. I forgot how many minutes exactly averaged. But he played a lot of damn minutes for a rookie. So you basically cut his minutes in half at this point. Now, there has to be something that the coaches are seeing. The same thing I said about Alonzo Trigg. This is now the second coach that these two guys have had this year. There's something that they're seeing that we're not seeing. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why Trier isn't getting the minutes that he's playing, that, that Dotson and, 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 and R.J. Barrett and R- Reggie Bullock are getting at the, at the two spot. There's, that is ridiculous, yeah. man. That is ridiculous, man. You can't even sit here and justify to me right now why Alonzo Trier is not getting any playing time. I don't need to see Wayne Ellington play basketball, bro. Well, see, this I, is my I, thing, though. Like, I feel like when it comes to to Trier, I feel like Trier, there's something going on with Trier in practice because he's not even suiting up. You know what I'm saying? I think defense is obviously an issue there. Um, I don't, I don't like saying just because someone can score, throw them in there because if the numbers are bad, the numbers are bad. You know what I'm saying? You kind of you kind of can't really get around that. But 
he deserves the same opportunity as everybody else to grow as well. So that's that's the other side of it. But more more than anything else, I just feel like there's something that they that the coaching staff is seeing in Trier that is keeping him on the bench because he's not he can't even really get spot minutes here and there throughout the game. He's usually just getting garbage minutes. So I don't know what it is that they're seeing. And as far as Knotts goes, um, I have great patience when it comes to our young players. Obviously, I'm a Frank Nelikian fan, so there's a lot of patience when it comes to being a fan with, with, our, with our youth. Knox concerns me, and he frustrates me at the same time because he's good. You see that, like, I, I really cannot wait until I see what he looks like once he gets confidence in his ball handling skills. Once he gets confidence in his ball handling skills, I feel like there's certain spots he can get to on the floor with just an in and out that'll create two feet of space and pull up Jay. Once he gets that in his game, I think Knox will be he'll take off. You know what I mean? I just think he needs that. But I think the reason why his minutes have not increased this year is because that hasn't developed. There's too many times where he takes aimless dribbles to spots where he dribbles into traffic or sometimes he'll do something where he'll make a move and it's not as clean as it should be and he ends up in a bad position. So, like, last night, he shot eight shots and ended up with five points. So, it's like he's not – it's not that – I can't really say he's not getting the ball. Like, don't get me wrong. Like they're getting the ball to RJ way more because of aggression, obviously, at this point. But when it comes yeah. to Kevin Knox, like, he, the last game he had – he was two for eight from the field. He only had five points, two rebounds, and one assist. And sometimes I just want to see a little bit more – throw an elbow in someone's chest. Like, I don't even care if you're scoring all the time. <laughs> don't be out there looking like someone could push you and you're not going to do nothing about it. That's that's my problem with Kevin Knox. Like, no one's no one's ever going to have that that opinion about R.J. Barrett, and he's only been a pro for four months at this point, five months. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's the thing that concerns me when it comes to Knox. I love him. I want to see him grow. But like Doris Burke said yesterday during the broadcast, she said, the league is not going to wait for you. And she was talking about Kevin Knox. Like, she says she sees the potential, but the league will not wait for you. You got to get it together. You know what I mean? You have to earn these minutes now that you got Marcus Morris there. I think that was a move that the Knicks made, a, a, like a late move that they made that kind of altered what they were supposed to do during the summer. I don't think that Marcus Morris was part of their plans, and I think they would have continued with that. Knox would be getting 25, 30 minutes a game right now. And I don't think he'd have a problem. But once they inserted Morris into the picture, it changed everything. And I think until we figure out whether it's through trade or whatever, if we get rid of Morris, Randall, or something, he's not going to get any more minutes than he's getting right now unless one of those guys is gone. Yeah, that is ridiculous, yo. Wow. <laughs> that. That is outright ridiculous. I understand yeah. you. I yeah. understand everything you just said. That is ridiculous, yeah. bro. And it's ridiculous to me only because we ten and twenty. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't see the point in allowing Marcus Morris and Bobby Portis to together shoot thirty plus shots. Well, Bobby Portis, that got to stop. 
that got to stop. I can't be mad at the Marcus Morris thing. He's our best player technically right now. And it just he yeah. just happens to fall at the same position as Knox. And there's no way Knox is going to get minutes over him because he plays both sides of the floor. And I expected that. Now, when it comes to Bobby Portis, there's no, there's no world that you can take me to where Bobby Portis should be playing more minutes and meaningful minutes than Kevin Knox. Now, he might, be a, he might have more experience. He might be able to bring you a little bit more in certain areas. But when it comes to development, I'm putting more, more minutes and time into Kevin Knox than I am Bobby Portis. I'm, I'm sorry. Yo, Portis is bad. He, 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 he bothers me. He makes good plays every now and then. But if you watch a lot of what he does, it, he kind of has this aura about him like he's trying to prove something every, every play. He's trying to prove himself or trying to show that he should be a starter. And it's like, this is not the place for that. I think he's a bad fit. I think he's better than what he's showing. He, he just deserves to be somewhere where he's not clogging up minutes, taking away minutes from younger players. And he can actually be a key piece to a playoff team. I feel like that's a move that they should make. <laughs> oh, man, yo. He needs to go quick. Package him with DSJ. Yeah. I'd trade him for a box of cookies. I don't even care what. Get him out of here. Get some chips ahoy for him or something like that. That's it. Start, bro. Because, yo, they said the trade I seen was Andre Drummond but I think it was Julius Randle or Fred Melikina. Man, I lost my nah, shit. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No way. I'm good. No way. <laughs> so, so you leaving Mitchell Robinson here and you bringing in Andre Drummond. For what? <laughs> what the hell that do for us, man? Oh, man. And you giving away a point guard. No. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't. I don't fucking get it, bro. I, I don't leave And another thing I want to talk about, the third thing I wanted to talk about, yo, Mike Miller, I know I know we praised him the last time we was talking together. And I know he was doing well. He was on his little three-game winning streak or whatever it was. Um, the honeymoon is over. This man rotations has been god awful the past three years. Yeah, I don't know like, what it is. I mean, I, I, the last two, I kind of like got. I kind of got to give it to the fact that Morris and Randall haven't been there. But the game before that, I forgot who we played. Might have been the Clippers. Was it the Clippers? I don't know who we played. I think it was. Might, the- it might have been the Clippers. The, no, Lakers. the Lakers. Was it the Lakers? No, Lakers was the last game. It was the game before last. Either way, three games ago, uh-huh. Morris and Randall was there. And those rotations still looked pretty poor. So, I, at this point, this is an issue that we were having with Fisdale. But Fisdale, his, his was worse, obviously. But at this point, we're starting to realize that, all right, maybe, maybe these guys just don't have a good fit. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these rotations that he's throwing out there, he's trying to – I think what he's trying to do, he's trying to save minutes with a lot of guys so that they can play towards the end of games. Um, he's doing these dumb things where he's sitting frank toward the end of games. I don't understand that. Yes. Um, and especially when you got 
and we're having problems stopping the other guards from getting in the paint and getting shots. You got to have Frank out there. He's there's only that's the only way he's gonna learn. Um, so I I'm confused with that. I want I want to um I want to keep watching. Hopefully it changes, but I think a, something needs to happen with this roster so that it the roster makes sense. Um, and it just needs to happen soon because. You know, they've been playing better as of late. They've been playing a bre- better brand of basketball. But I, um, I'm i still not satisfied. I, you know, I still want to – you know what I mean? I want to get us to 25 wins. Like, can we get 15 more wins this year? You think it's possible? You know what I'm saying? Like, so – I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm being honest with you. It might be a fight to just get 20. <laughs> you know? Because – I think we're going to continue this losing streak until they make a trade, bro. They got to make a trade. It, it's getting worse by the game. It's, well, the trade deadline it, is about a month. It's less than a month away now at this point. So, I think they're 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 in a little dilemma. They don't know if they should trade Marcus Morris or not. There's pros and cons to both at this point. You know what I mean? So, I don't know which way they're going to go with that. Um, I'm sure they've asked about people who asked anyone else if they wanted Julius Randle. I'm sure they've asked that. Um, his contract kind of makes that a little bit hard to, to sell on that. But uh, <laughs> they got to make a move, man. Something has to happen. Something has to happen with this franchise. And uh, if not, we're going to be there for – we're going to be looking like this for a while. And it's scaring me because – there's a lot of um, young guards in this draft that Oof. we might be able to snatch, and I don't want to miss yep. out on any of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nope. Nope. I want to lose as many games as possible. Because you got to think of it like this. Morally, you don't want to lose games. That's understandable. Uh-huh. But the more we lose, the more that means James Dolan is going to fire everybody. Yep. And the more that means that we're going to get a higher draft pick. So it's a win-win situation for me, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not mad. Mike Miller is a walking cor- walking corpse right now. <laughs> That's what I called him. He's a, he's a zombie right now. He's a dead man walking. He's I mean, I feel like I feel like who would you bring in there when it comes to coaching? <laughs> Let me – I got to – we gonna do a podcast right after the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and then I will give you more of a sense of what coach I would want because it depends on what kind of roster. Oh, boy, I have. yeah, what team we get? Yeah, yeah. If I if I have a young roster, then I think I think I might. I didn't want to say this name, but damn, I might want Mark Jackson. Wow, you That's, said the name. Damn, wow, man. you said it. Wow, I I thought. I, I've been fighting it too, man. But you want you want James Dolan's next coaching hire has to be somebody that will protect that man from the media, and that's going to protect the Knicks brand from the media. And it's going to have to be a guy who Knicks fans know his voice. They're going to respect his voice, and then, and I think Knicks fans will give him patience. You get what I'm saying? Like if we go on a five game losing streak. They'll find out. They'll find every excuse in the book for for Mark Jackson. But 
just in general, just Mark Jackson with, with a bunch of kids and just preaching defense to them. Maybe he's the man. Why? Maybe he's the man. Why is there no concern of how outdated his coaching style might be? Um, to be honest, you he probably have grown. As a person and as a coach, you know, not coaching, so you see the game from afar. Mm-hmm. So he's probably gotten better, you know, over the last few years. Um, that's just my perspective. I think he, he's probably gotten better. I don't know another name, bro. Like, right that's, now. Speaking, that's my main point and end question is we don't know who's out there. I, I kind of feel like we want Mark because Mark is out there. Say we pick Mark, right? And in two years, we regretting it. And it's the same free agency pool as in terms of coach coaches out there. Who's yeah. who do we pick? And I and I kind of feel like at this point we're picking Mark Jackson because he's the only familiar name that's out there. Uh-huh. And I don't want to. I don't want to fall into that kind of move. Like I'm tired of making move as a Knicks fan. I'm tired of seeing us make moves because we think that's the move we should make because of the position we're in. Nah, I want to I wanna actually be in a position where, like, I'm fine with keeping Mike Miller until shit hits the fan. Like, bad. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't see anything else out there just yet. Now, if Becky Hammond is out there, I'd take that chance. Why not? I don't, I don't, I don't see how that'll hurt us that much. You know what I mean? Especially... <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not the most ideal thing. A woman coach in New York would not really blow over yeah. well. So not not it's not with a not with a lot of people. No, I, I'm 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 all in on Becky Hammond. I wouldn't mind mind her Meaning, either. But the backlash would be it would great. be huge. It would be huge. But that's Jesus that's a Christ. that's a coach that's a coach pop pupil man, and and, and th- those. What I don't want to see happen, which will probably happen, we'll pass on her, she'll go somewhere, she'll become the head coach, and that team will actually be good. And she'll actually be a good head coach. And because we're in New York and we're scared of doing these things because we're in New York, I feel like we trap ourselves. We we create a box for ourselves in a way that we we make it so all right, listen, we limit we limit ninety five percent of the options that are out there just because we're from New York. You know what I mean, and I feel like we—it it just makes our job a, a whole lot more, a whole, a whole lot worse than than it really should be. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. I just want to see who yeah. we got. I want to see it work. I want to see if we can get Mike Miller for the rest of the season. Make a trade so I can at least see his coaching style with the team that we're gonna move forward. So we can decide at the end of the year. All right, either is this the guy? Or we might try out Mark Mark Jackson. It might be the time to try that, but we won't be able to tell until they make a trade or something on on this roster. For sure. So, uh, final thing before we get out of here, um, let's talk a little draft talk, man. Let's talk these this this, this NBA G League as we got uh-huh. man down there league real quick before we get out of here. First off, as far as the NBA draft is concerned, 
I like Anthony uh-huh. Edwards, but I don't love him. Same here. I like I like James Wiseman. I don't love him. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I feel like about all these guys. Yeah. yeah. I I don't love none of these prospects, bro. So my first my first initial thought is I think I'm all in on the mellow ball. I think I think I take the ball, brother. This team, this roster, I don't even want Steve Mills drafting the player this season. <laughs> I don't think he'll be here for that. And if he is, he won't be as it, it won't be as a president of basketball operations. I don't think he's making it. Uh, yeah, cause that that I I don't need to see no more no more of that. But anyways, as far as that is concerned, and also bringing up Kenny Wooten and Lamar Peters, who has been killing it inside the G League. What are you hoping that the Knicks do by the trade deadline, or not even by the trade deadline within three days? Because the January 15th is definitely the last day that you can sign your NBA G Leaguers to 10-day contracts or fully guaranteed a two-way contracts. So how are you feeling about that right now, bro? Well, number one, I feel like we fully screwed up by signing um, Ivan Rab to a two-way deal. I feel like that should have went to Kenny Wooten um, off the bat simply from what he showed us in Summer League. Um, that's not a guy... I think even in preseason, did you, was he on a preseason roster? No, no, I don't think he was on a preseason roster. I think it was just summer league. But that's not a guy you you kind of let go. I I mean, I'm sure at this point he's better than he was in the summer league. There's certain things to his game that he's worked on. He's very, very, very raw on offense, and I get that. But he's a wing who's a defender, who's got the arm length who's got the leaping ability. He reminds me of a small forward version of Kenyon Martin. And I want all parts of it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I want all parts of it. I need, I need, I need Kenny Wooden on his roster. Somehow within the next four days, you make a trade, you move Wayne Ellington to a playoff contender, you do a two for one somehow, and you create a roster spot for this guy. Like it has to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, we can't miss on that. Um, someone else I'm, I'm, I'm liking from the G League, Lamar Peters. He's that boy's a shooter. He's a shooter, but more than anything, he's the new age guard that we haven't had on our team. You know what I mean? He's the new age handle, jump shot, step back type of guard that we don't have. That we watch other teams pick up these guys off the G League and they go off on us. Like the same way Gary Payton the freaking <laughs> went off on us this the day he got picked up. By the freaking wizards, Troy Brown. Troy Brown. You know what I mean? You're know, like, so I'm tired of watching other teams do the things we have the opportunities to do. You know what I mean? Like we we got these guys, we building them, bring them up. You know what I mean? Like if you look at what the what the Raptors did, yeah, they had Kawhi last year, but they had Nick Nurse, first year coach from their G League squad. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You got uh, uh, what's the guy Pascal Siakam. Um and I think OG and Anubi might have been on that G League squad and um and um Fred Van Vliet from the G League squad and they bring these guys up. That's what you do. Yeah. You 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 build a farm and you build from within. You don't have to worry about going to go get these smart 
good young role players from elsewhere that nobody else wants to let go of because they're good. You build them at home and you keep them in your system. You create roster spots for them and you build around these guys. Now, I don't have a problem. If if we're going to be going into the future and it's R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, uh, we some, somehow we trade one of these two big men, whether I mean uh, whether it's uh, Julius Randle or Marcus Morris, and we can bring in the Kenny Wooten off the bench. We can bring in the Lamar Peters off the bench because we finally got rid of DSJ, and we can just make some things shake. We can we can have a good rotation of, of two guards because we made we made a move for Alonzo Trier. Like just just clean up all the bad chemistry, all the unwanted spots. You take you you get rid of um Bobby Portis because that'll free up the extra five minutes. Give give Kevin Knox at least twenty twenty five minutes a game if you gonna do him like this. Thirty. I mean, if he's coming 30. off the bench, if he's coming off the bench, he needs to at least have twenty twenty five minutes. You know what I mean? True. I don't want to see him fifteen minutes. You he you're not gonna get the production out of a shooter like Knox who needs to gain confidence in only fifteen minutes of playing time. It's not like R.J. Barrett who could play fifteen minutes and he's gonna give you ten four and three in, in 15 minutes because he's all over the, all over the place. That's not who Kevin Knox is. It's going to take him a little bit longer to develop, but that doesn't take away from who he can be as a player. You got to find him minutes. So, I, like I said, I'm liking Lamar Peters. I'm liking Kenny Wooten. Find a way to get these guys on the roster. By the 15th. And if you can't, then it's the same old, let's watch them take off somewhere else. <laughs> Yo, they better not do that. Yo, the Knicks gonna make my hair. If they haven't already, bro, if they haven't already. Oh yeah, I went off the other day. <laughs> that that they drumming nonsense. I I was hot. It's silly. I, it's silly. It's silly. Makes no sense. <laughs> but any last words for the people, man? Before you get out of here, man. You know, try to get get your rest. For tomorrow, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, words, brother. Uh, uh, let's let's just try to have a little bit more patience. It's gonna be a long ride. Um, we uh, I I don't know what else you could really say. We've we've exercised the David Fisdale thing too much. Now we gotta see what Mike Miller has. I mean, we're gonna. I figured this would happen. Everybody has. Uh, whether it's a coach or a player, you come in, you start doing good, teams will game plan for you. We saw it happen to R.J. Barrett. Right now we're seeing it happen to Mike Miller. Um, Fortunately for us, I think Mike Miller is a smart enough coach to figure it out. Um, But we got to give him a team that he can actually make something work. He's someone who, who was a G League coach of the year. He took that team to the finals, didn't win, but he got them there. And these are with a bunch of guys who don't know each other and, and, and they're no names. So I have confidence in what he can do with this roster, um, at least this roster. I'm not saying he's a championship coach. I'm saying give him a chance for once. He's a coach who's been coaching his entire life. Just give him a chance. Besides for, you know, you know what I mean? Like doing the David Fisdale thing, signing for four years, and then a year, a year not even a half later, he's gone. You know what I mean? We got to stop that. Let somebody build and grow and, and and fix this place. You know what I mean? But um, besides for that, that's all. We, that's all I got, man. Just patience and and just just waiting to see what we do with this on on the trade market. Oh my goodness! Yeah, man. 
this, man. I hope we get a trade, man. We definitely going to do an episode the day of the trade deadline ending. And we definitely going to see if the Knicks fall through. Show us some love. Get these bets out of here, man. I'm tired of watching Wayne Ellington. Oh, my God. Yo, I think right, I think they've been playing him <laughs> recently, by the way, because they, they're trying to shop him. Because, yeah, he was sitting yeah, there. He's been sitting there for so long. Now he's out there. He doesn't even fit. So I feel like that's a lot of – that's playing into the rotations that he's that he's got going on tours. He's trying to get some of these guys burned so he can get some value on some trades. Yeah, hopefully, man. But, you know, salute to the people. My God, Paolo, salute to you, brother. Yes, sir. Just always appreciate talking to you, brother. State of the New York Knicks podcast, Nick fan podcast. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the people. We out of here. Peace. Peace.